0: This Being Boss episode is brought to you by 2020, where creative entrepreneurs get authentic real-world stock photos. If you're looking to make a new habit of delivering an honest message to your audience, the photos you use will matter. 2020 has crowdsourced millions of photos from a community of over 350,000 photographers, all available under a simple royalty-free license. Today, they're offering listeners of Being Boss a five-photo-free trial. To start yours right now, go to 2020.com slash beingboss. That's the word 20, then 20.com slash beingboss to get five free photos.
1: Okay, Emily and Kathleen, today let's talk about scaling. So you have a product or service, but maybe you need to make a little more money. So how can you scale it to reach your goals?
0: This is a really good question. And I feel like it's one that we haven't talked about in a while because scaling is something that we're constantly thinking about and that a lot of the creatives that we're hanging out with are thinking about. But I want to take like a 30,000 foot view at scaling your offering and just talk about what this could actually look like. So, whenever I first started my design business as a freelance graphic designer, I was not thinking about scaling at all. I was thinking about getting that next project, that next client and that next paycheck. So, I really think about, you know, scaling your offering or your product or your service is really going from kind of being that pay to pay paycheck to paycheck boss to really thinking about being the CEO of your business, to creating something that has some longevity, to creating something that can be sustainable and really help you not even get rich, but be wealthy, right? So, And I don't even mean that just in terms of money. I also mean that in terms of your expertise and how you're spending your time and all of it. So let's dig in. What does scaling look like for service providers? So this is the one that I have the most experience with because I went from being a graphic designer to then having an agency. So in some ways, I was scaling my offering by packaging my product and getting really efficient about what it was that I was offering so I could take on more clients for less work, if that makes sense. So in some ways, like even just getting your systems and processes really nailed down, that can be a way to scale your business. But then the, the time that I really felt like, okay, I'm doing something, was whenever I went from my one-on-one offering that I had packaged up for my Braid Method clients to then developing out the Braid Method e-course. And that came from a conversation with my
1: business bestie, Emily. Oh, I remember that day. Right. So in this phase of scaling, it was taking something that you were doing one-to-one and turning it into a one-to-many offering. So going from working just with one person to then taking pretty much the same content, though not quite the same actions, and delivering it to five or 50 or 500 people and really more or less the same amount of effort um, whether it was five or 500 people and so this is always a really good way and especially with these service people to scale your expertise it's finding a way to deliver that one-on-one experience to more people at the same time
0: and to be clear like you're not getting the same experience with my one-on-one if you're hiring me to do it for you then I'm doing it for you. I am designing out your logo. We are writing your positioning. We are getting all of your messaging really super cohesive. Plus you're getting that outside consultant, you know, overview of your business. The course is like the textbook version of what it is that I have to offer. So almost think of it, your course, like a textbook version of what you have to offer, which also this is another way to scale is you could literally write a book. You can also scale what it is that you offer with your content. So you can start speaking to audiences and getting paid for that you can write a book you can host a podcast or write a blog some of these things are scaling in a free way like in a one-to-many kind of way but what you're doing there is you are investing and scaling your expertise and your position within your industry as an expert
1: I also like the idea of taking a one to one service offering and service offering and offering it to a group. So instead of doing it for just one person, so let's say you're a coach, um, instead of just coaching one person at a time, it's coaching three, five, 10, 12 people at a time. Um, it's another sort of smaller way to scale your business, but can re- make a really big impact in the impact that you're able to make and the revenue you're able to bring in.
0: I also think another way to scale your offering if you're a service provider is to rethink your dream customer. So for me, scaling recently in my own branding agency looked like going from just working with creative entrepreneurs to working with businesses and organizations that have a bigger marketing budget.
1: Yeah, I also want to bring in this idea of service providers. I feel like Very often, especially creative entrepreneurs will think themselves into a hole where they think that they're the only person that's able to offer the service that it is that their business offers. But I think you can also scale your business by teaching other people to deliver your content or your service. Um, And you can scale then by growing your team. So you can service more clients, more people um, by having more people to service them.
0: That's the hardest one for me.
1: I think that's the hardest one for most, if not everyone. I mean, teaching someone else and handing that off, and not only from like a systems and processes perspective, but also just like relinquishing creative control and delivery can be super difficult. But for those who can and do do it, it can be just as rewarding for sure. Definitely.
0: All right. So we talked a little bit about services. How do you scale product? So let's say you are a candle maker or a jeweler or you're selling crystals. Like, how do you go? Or maybe you're a painter. How do you go from scaling your, your product from like an Etsy shop to then what's next?
1: For sure. I mean, one is hiring more people to create more product um, on that side of things. You can definitely scale a little more easily that way. You can also scale by wholesaling. So instead of doing just selling one thing to one customer, sell twelve things to one retailer who will then sell them to each of those customers. Um, that allows you to scale in a way that um, you know you're making less profit per product, but you're less you're less responsible for that. Sort of in consumer purchasing process, um, and you're able to push more product out into the world. You're able to sort of blanket the world with your brand a little more effectively. And then you can also you can also outsource creation, or you can also get really creative with how it is that you do it too. Especially if you're still pretty small, um, one way of doing this could be getting into corporate gifting. So again, instead of going to that like. And consumer, Think of this as like the B2B model for services. It's B2B model for product as well, where you're then working with large corporations who need, you know, just regular corporate gifts or whatever it may be. Um, or also, one of the things I did really early in my jewelry career that I've always loved that I did it and would probably totally do it again, and maybe this is a super southern thing. Which I'm totally fine with, but I remember one holiday season having a jewelry customer ask me to come do a party for her. So she invited me to. Um, she was a school teacher. She invited me to like hang out in the in the teachers' lounge for the afternoon, and she invited all of her teacher friends to come in and order their Christmas gifts. Um, so I was able to go in and offer my products to them in that way, and I made a lot of money um, at that one party that I did. And so if you want to do parties, why not? Maybe a little cooler than Avon. <laughs> um, or partner up with all these service-based businesses that are hosting like coaching retreats and yes. be the person selling little things at their retreat. For sure. I Well, and along those lines too, one of the things that I run in quite often whenever I'm coaching product businesses is the idea of doing like holiday markets and the, the fact that they can only do one at a time. But if you hire people to do your market booths for you, you can hit up 16 holiday markets in a weekend or whatever it may be. Um, there are multiple ways to scaling your product business as well. Um, it's not always quite as easy as scaling service, but can be just as effective.
0: One of my favorite ways to sit down and brainstorm how to scale my business, and it's something that we do every single quarter, is with our very own CEO day kit. So for me, the two specific exercises in the CEO day kit that really get me wrapping my head around new ways to make more money and scale my business is our business model module, where we're really looking into what we're sharing And what we're selling and then our revenue and marketing year ahead plan. So Emily, what you were just talking about with this seasonal going in like and wait, what did did you call it again? The holiday market? Yeah, your holiday markets, but also like the jewelry, like the person that invited you. Oh, the the party. The party. (laughs) (laughs) The jewelry party. I'm like, what is that called? (laughs) Um, I think that, you know, our our year ahead and looking at your revenue and marketing for the year can really help you see some seasonal opportunities whenever it comes to scaling your business. So if you all have not checked out the CEO Day Kit, be sure to check that out at courses.beingboss.club.
1: Yes. And then I actually have a challenge for anyone who is in CEO day kit. If you have the money mojo worksheet out and looking at it, and if not, go get it. Take the number that you have put on that sheet as the amount of money you want to make and multiply it by 10. Just go ahead and add a zero to the Mm. end of it and open up your mind to what you would have to do to have a 10 times multiple to your revenue. Because if you want to get into the mindset of scaling your business, it's really thinking about the actions that you would have to take to really drastically grow your revenue. It will put you into a whole new mindset of how it is that you can grow your business and what that looks like.
0: All right, go do the work times 10.
1: Amen. (laughs)
0: This mini was brought to you by 2020. Check them out at 2020.com slash boss. That's T-W-E-N-T-Y 20 as in the
1: number.com dot com Did you like this mini Be sure to check us out on our website at beingboss.club. There you can find more from Being Boss, including our full episodes, mini and blog posts. And while you're there, be sure to sign up for our mailing list so that you can get access to behind the scenes and exclusive content from Kathleen and myself to help you be more boss in your work and life. Do the work, be boss.